You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. This week our focus is on Ogunlo and I'm delighted to be joined in the line again by our correspondent there, Michael McNamara. Michael, good afternoon to you. And how are you? Very well, thank you, Michael. Uh, very, very well. I, I just, I, I think of you every time I'm passing the hall, Michael, in in, in Ogunlo, because uh, there seems to be a huge amount of activity there. It's I don't think there's never a time uh, during the day or in the evening when there aren't cars parked outside it. That is, we're lucky enough, the hall is getting great use, but you look at that's why it's there, and it's there for the community. And there is, there's... Um, Nearly every day of the week, even on Sundays, there's something uh, going on. Good to have it, and uh, it's good that it's been used. Yes, and there's, it's 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 great, and I've I've been lucky enough to see the inside of it, both the cafe and the original hall, and it's yes. certainly it's yes. it's absolutely fabulous, and it's it's right. a great yeah. credit to the people who have put it together. It is, and it's, it's good for the community. It's a great centre to have. And it's really important for every community to have a central like that where they can gather. Yes. And uh, as long as it's nice and comfortable, which it is, and that's important too. It is indeed. I suppose, Michael, we're what we're in in April now. We're near, we're in the second half of April, but uh, you yeah. have a yeah, and we're well into spring. You have a spring clean. I see on the news last week coming up shortly. We have. We do a spring clean. Every year, Anna McElhinney organises that with the Clare County Council. And um, we do that. That's on, on next Saturday morning. And they were there for a couple of hours. So we had the community get together and um, we have all the gear for it. And uh, we clean up. And it's a good thing to do it once a year. You'll be surprised what you'd pick up on the pathway <laughs> on the spring clean. And then if we, if we get time, we do some of the by roads as well. We do the side roads also. Yes. But it's good to do spring. It's good to keep it clean. Well, I tell you, I have seen people when driving through Gunnelow picking up papers on the path, you know, not not this week, not last week, but I remember some weeks ago seeing someone picking up papers there yeah. and and I thought, you know, isn't it absolutely fabulous and a great a great civic pride in their own parish. Ah, it is, yeah. You see people are very, very conscious of it and um even a lot of people will take a small little paper bag with them as they go and um, they just pick up any of the loose papers and things with them as they go. And that's that's nice as well. And it, well, it's a good thing to do. You don't want to see something littered. And it's nice to drive along the pathway and to um, to see it clean. And it's nice to walk on it and to have it clean also. That's right. So if someone wants to help out... Uh, where would they meet? I presume the hall or they contact Anna McElhenney. Um, Anna, we usually meet down at the school and the school is our base and we travel from there. So we split the group and we go one towards Gareth and the other towards Killaloo. Okay. And uh, we organise it from there in the morning. I know. Well, that's that's and that's yeah. next Saturday. So uh, that's the morning. people can be aware of that. Mm. I suppose, Michael, we talked about April there and spring. And I mean, I know we we were talking before we came on air, and if, in Ireland, I suppose we all talk about the weather. But um, <laughs> you were you were telling me that uh, some someone that you knew 
talking about a weather event way back in time. Indeed, my good next-door neighbour, God rest his soul, Tim Lynch. And, and Tim told me a story about um, a blizzard in, in nine, on the 1st of April, actually, in 1917. It has all been stuck in my memory. And he told me that that evening he went to a neighbour's house, he went to Encord, and he said there was a very strong wind blowing from the east that evening. And he said he wasn't too long in the house when it started to snow. And um, he said the one thing that he could hear was the wind, and it was the blizzard started, and um, it started with snow in huge quantities. Now, he said we had never seen anything like it, but he said he was there in the house, he said, and we waited for a while, we chatted, we had some tea. And then he decided he'd come home. But it wasn't until he came out that he said the depth of the snow, he couldn't believe it when he actually came out of the house. He's only been in the house now for an hour, but it came down in, in huge quantities. And um, he left home. He didn't cross through the fields. He said he went around the road. And you know, at that time, and I remember when I was young, sure, if you were going to a neighbor's house, you'd always cross through the fields to take the shots, of course. So he said he wouldn't chance it that he'd come back by the road. And um, when he got home, he said, my father, we only lived, the two houses were only about um, 100 yards away from each other. So my father was above in court and there was another neighbour, Mick Mac, and he, the two of them were there when Tim got home. And he said, even at that time, the snow had penetrated. He says every crevice, it had gone in under the slates and the doors, and he said everywhere was wet. And it seemed to the wind that was with him and the volume of snow that was actually coming down. Yes. And um, the neighbours, he said, when when my father, Carney, and, and Mick Mac left, when the two of them, he said, the blizzard increased. And he said, when they went to bed, when they were going to bed, he said, the fury of the blizzard, he says, was absolutely appalling. And it frightened him. He told me at that time, they were afraid that there was the weight of the snow in the kitchen that it was going to bring in the roof. But he said, when he got up in the morning, he said he never witnessed a scene of beauty like it. And he said the snow was approximately two feet deep and and there was nothing like it ever seen at the time in living memory. So two foot of snow, they couldn't walk through it. The first thing, he said, they cut a passage down to our house, down to my father's house. And um, then... The two of them, he said, they decided they needed, they had to get water, of course, for the houses and they had to get water for the animals. So they had to dig a way down to, there was a well down at the bottom of our field. So the two of them had to dig a way down to the to the well and to bring up the water. And then they said when they had that done, they'd see how the neighbours were getting on. So they dug up the road up to Max. And the drifting places, he said, they were up to about four feet high. Yes. And it took the wind, of course, it would have it would have taken it. But they met the Max, they were digging down. And I, I remember at that time, there was, I remember um, he telling me that there was a Vahan man and a young boy, they were, they died on the gap road from Killaloo to Kilbane. And in in that blizzard, and seemingly it was treacherous. Yes. And then, and that was well. The work they did was on the on the second of April, but on the following day, then on the third of April, and that would have been the fair day in Scarif. And he walked to Scarif. He had he had plans for to sell. 
where he said that the, the roads and the roads now he said there was massive drifts on the roads, but he said due to the condition there was no fair holding scattered that day, and and also in the day before and the second seemingly to the Bonnefair day in Scarif and that's one I think was was uh, as the fellow says was a washout as well. Yes, yes. But they had the early potatoes he told me sown at that time of the year, the potatoes were sown. Yeah. So it must have been a bad one. I remember reading somewhere that um, it was particularly bad in East Clare. And why East Clare got it, I don't know. Yes. But um, mm. Tim was telling me that it was about two feet deep. He had never seen anything like it in his life. I know. And of course, the drifting, the wind will, will blow the snow against the wall of the house or, or against the, a wall or against the ditch. And um, it and it, 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 you know, sheep and various animals can be covered in it. Oh yeah, they can indeed. Yeah, they can indeed. But that's now whether there was, yeah, they, they haven't. Um, I, that story from Tim is always stuck in my memory. And yes. so the worst one that I, I think we said um, in the winter of seventy two, seventy three, we were just saying we had just six weeks of frost. No, it's sixty three. I think we we 63. said sixty three. Yes. Yeah, we had six weeks of frost that time, and the Shannon was partly frozen over. Yes. And um, I remember this young lad walking across Tinnerana Bay. There was three or four of us together. And we walked across Tinnerana Bay. On the ice? And on the ice, yeah. We did on the ice. And sure. um, we were a bit unsure of ourselves. And we took a, a side of the stone. And we used to throw it out in front of us. And we'd listen. And if we heard the crack, we'd go in a little bit. And if we didn't, <laughs> we'd keep we'd going. Keep going. <laughs> It's well, a wonder. The other side it's, anyway. it's a wonder you survived at all, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she young lads will do things they don't yeah. see days. No, well, I, re- I remember down in Mount <laughs> Shannon, you know, people cycling out on the ice in the the January of '63. Um, yeah, you know, so it was down there. It was the same, and in a place where the, it's a backwater, I suppose, and uh, there's no great movement, so the ice will get yes. fairly thick. Yeah, but at that year it had gone out almost to the centre. It was frozen. I remember seeing it now, yeah. and it was frozen almost out to the centre of the lake. Now there was a there was a patch down through the middle of the lake where the floor was, yes. and it was frozen out from both sides. But I vividly remember that. Yeah, yes. six weeks of solid frost. I know, I know. I suppose if if, if that happened today, it would be called climate change. It would be called climate change. But yeah. I, I suppose in another way, when you think about it, like weather takes, it takes patterns and it is um, a period of patterns. Some say there's an 11-year pattern, there could be a 100-year pattern. But you never know nowadays whether it's, um, it's a weather pattern that's coming. And I suppose there's no doubt about it, but man has um, affected the weather as well, the climate change also. Yes, well, Human that tells... Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. It could be a combination of both. Well, we had, I suppose, 82, we had a, a very heavy snowfall with lots of drifting as well in January of 82. And again, we, we, had, had, we two winters, mm-hmm. I think 2009 and 2010, not as severe now as you were describing there in 1963, but they were fairly low temperatures as well. They were. And wasn't it in, in was it 2009 that the Shannon was extremely high? Yes. I, I remember the yeah. bridge in Killaloo, looking at I was on the bridge in Killaloo 
and the water at the lower side of the bridge was approximately three feet lower than the water at the upper side. There was that much pressure on. And I remember the council were there at the time each day. They had marks. They had blue marks on the walls of the bridge and they were keeping an eye on them in case there was cracks or movement. But there must have been three foot high of water at the upper side of the bridge. It must put huge pressure on the bridge at yes. that time. Okay. Yeah. Well, our listeners today not alone got the news of what's happening in O'Connell, but uh, a weather reports or weather reports of uh, into various incidents in the past. Um, so, Michael, many thanks for that. Uh, you're a great fount of knowledge. Uh, when it comes to O'Gunnolo and East Clare. Uh, and hopefully we won't get something anything as severe uh, this April as they did, uh, as your friend Tim Lynch said, of uh, the 1st of April, 1917. 1917. Well, with the help of the Lord, we won't. No, okay. no we won't. And I have no sports on yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Michael, I better let you out to them. So, listen, thank you very much for talking to us. And uh, we look forward to uh, picking up again where we left off uh, in a number of weeks' time. OK, Jim. Thanks very much and God bless. Bye.